season four. Um, okay, so. Okay. <laughs> Dude, starting is always the hardest part. I know. Yeah. Bonjour. Bonjour. Once we get this Duolingo straight, like, we did a whole thing in French. Oh. Just chat. Okay, let's start. Hey, let's just chat. Yeah, let's just start. Okay. <laughs> okay, when you guys think about uh, how far we've come, like since we started Mouthwash and since some of you guys who are listening have been following us, like we think of this like reoccurring theme of like getting better over time and how far we really have come since we really started. And so when we think about this idea of what it looks like to get better over time, what is like what comes to mind to you guys uh, personally? Hmm. I don't know. It feels weird to talk about it because I don't think any of us feel like we're anywhere where we want to be. Like we're still in the process of getting better over time. I, I think like progression is the right word. Like it's like a gradual progression. I don't think there was like one like point of, that I can point to where it's like, okay, everything shifted that one day or that like mm -hmm. one week. I think it's just been like a slow grow, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Ken's, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's always interesting looking back even at the stuff that we made at when we first started Mouthwash. Like, it, we were so stoked on it, and now we look back on it, and we're like, we don't want to look at it. We're like, this was cool. Yeah, I, I feel like for the real OGs out there, like, I feel like you guys really know kind of, like, what we were putting out then and, like, what it, like, looks like now. But, like, to your point, there's, like, this interesting, like, growth trajectory curve where, like, at the time, you felt like it was the best that you could do. And so, like, your ceilings are kind of, like, only, like, at the extent of where they are in, like, the present time. So I wonder, like, what is it that, like, what is it that time allows us to expand those ceilings and, like, give ourselves greater capacity for, like, putting out better and, like, more interesting work? Mm -hmm. I almost feel like there's this understanding that you have to come to in as a creative or in whatever you're doing, just understanding that there's never like a completed I'm done learning like I've made it but instead it's like this process so even though you can get overwhelmed super easily by everything that you want to learn and everything you want to do there there's just an understanding that can like help you kind of take it one step at a time where like hey I've come this far from this thing that I used to do that I don't necessarily think is like my best work I know I've gotten better I know there's so much more for me to go so it's like kind of this piece you have to come to with yourself knowing that there's so much more for you to get through, but you've already come a long way as well. Yeah. I think for me, it's always been like learning from the errors and the more time, the more errors you commit, but you also learn from those, hopefully. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so just like not repeating the same thing twice um, has just by mm -hmm. nature helped me grow and like created a better output. Mm -hmm. uh, so from the outside looking in, like you, you may seem like, oh, wow, it's like, there's a lot of improvement, but it's just been through error, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like the, the the I think the thing that is like most underrated when we think about like growth curve and like trajectory and and it's that's like a pretty sub, it's like getting better over time is like so subjective to like whatever your goals are. But I think the thing that goes overlooked all the time is like this idea of consistency um, that. Like a lot of people don't know this, but when we were really in the early days of mouthwash, like we would show up and work at a coffee shop at 7 a.m. for like a couple of hours before we even were going to like our day jobs or like agency jobs. And like ever since that, 
started really it was like we still we show up at the same time every single day we put in the amount of hours and effort and work that goes into that every day and i think like inevitably if you can commit to that like level of consistency like your repetition and practice like really kind of teaches you and like teaches you things that you never even really expected to get out of like your experience um i don't know if you guys think like like how big like a contributing factor that is because i think like we all like go to bed at night and are like I just want to be better at this, but really like when you're able to step back and be like, okay, if I just show up on and like work on this thing every single day, like, and work in the right areas and not on, not only just work for the sake of working, but like work to achieve new things and like get myself to a place that like allows me to think differently or produce new ideas. I think that is like an ultimate end goal of just like working at 1% at a time, essentially. Where do you guys think, um, and I have some thoughts around this, but I'm curious to hear y'all. So where do you guys think most people fall short um, where, like, they don't, like, keep getting better over time? Maybe they, they like, stop or, you know, what do you think is it? I think, like, the biggest, it sounds cheesy, but you kind of touched on it a second ago, is, like, fear of failure. And it's, like, there's so many things I could look back on and be, like, dang, I wish I no one ever saw that. Or, like, I wish, like, this thing obviously didn't land the way I wanted it to. And maybe that's, like embarrassing or whatever and i feel like it's a failure but if you look at anyone who was a genius or groundbreaking or anything if you look back like there's so many failed attempts and so many things so i think like honestly people stop growing when they're afraid to stop trying things and are afraid to if you're afraid to keep trying things and that's when you stop learning or you stop growing because you've just failed too many times but there's so many people and so many things that have failed so many times and you only remember them by the one amazing thing yeah i think like too there's there's like necessary parts of the process of like putting things out that is required each time and i think like all of us get stuck or have trouble on specific things whether it's like coming up with good ideas or like actually executing or like the really i think the big one is like shipping creative work and like putting it out there and i think like a lot of the times like you know the stuff that maybe we put out three or four years ago we would never even think to like put out now but in the moment we were excited and like open to receiving feedback and 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 like and at the time just put it out there and i think like that is such a huge thing that people overlook or they're like it's just not ready yet or it's not it's not good enough yet or whatever it is and and we always talk about this is like if you wait until the day that you're ready like you really always will be waiting and and the idea that you have to put things out um in order to get better is like so crucial i think um in all of that process it's like sad that we have friends that are like really creative they haven't put anything out in like six years or something like you know yeah it's kind of like crazy because their their biggest motivator isn't like putting out great work is just not is like failure yeah and like that's that's not good either it's like don't forget why you 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 started doing what you're doing um but i I actually think that like the biggest thing that stops people getting better over time is the boring days like the greatest people are consistent um and they don't rely on luck it's 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 repetition it's skill um and that comes with with time um and being there even when you don't want to Mm -hmm. and i think that is the, the the like single reoccurring theme that i'm seeing with people is like they either try to like do everything off emotion or willpower and it's just like it's that kind of energy just burnt like fuses out like totally um 
but if you have like good habits and and just know that it's like no matter what whether you're feeling like you want to do it or not like you're going to show up like by nature over time you are going to look back and be like holy shit how did i get here yeah yeah like there's always like there's a lot of theory about like the idea of luck kind of like what you're saying and this idea that like we all have like really good days where we feel like we've hit like a stroke of genius and we all have really bad days but abe like you're saying it's like if you don't show up on the bad days or you don't show up when you don't feel like it you you are really inevitably like making less chances for luck or lightning or brilliance to strike right like you have to make a lot of things you have to make a lot of like areas and chances in your life possible in order for you to actually stroke that like luck Mm. like that stroke of luck um i think like one of the guys who started airbnb said it really well where he said you know everybody has like small strokes of luck but it really comes down to what the person decides to do with it um and and then alternatively in your case is like when we don't feel like lucky or have that stroke of brilliance are we going to choose to show up on those days and at least try um i guess one last thing on that is like if you stroke like a bit of genius or have like a great idea one out of every 10 times but you only show up like twice a week or three times a week, it's going to take you a lot longer to get that one out of 10 times than if you were to show up 10 days in a row. Mm-hmm. And I think that is like, like you're saying is like a big reason why people have like why people or like even me in my life, depending on what we're working on, have had trouble like getting better over time. Like the trajectory of growth and the speed of growth comes yep. with like consistency. I think it is tight. Like even showing up two days a week versus every single day is more tiring, even though like you would think, Mm-hmm. oh I'm only going to do it twice this week or whatever like it's more exhausting to try and force yourself to like nail it on those two days than like showing up every single day and gaining endurance is the same with like working out or running like if you do it every single day it's going to suck but it's going to become more natural and become more of a habit which I think is like the hardest hump to get over because once you're there and you're in your groove every day is not going to be amazing but you're still in the habit of it versus sitting down once a week and just like beating yourself up because you're not working at the mm-hmm. endurance level that you'd want to be totally like alex was doing a, a running you know before he like <laughs> messed up his uh or sprained his ankle uh trying to do big boy skating tricks but yeah. <laughs> beside the point like you were trying to do a 50 mile uh 50 miles in a month right yeah um imagine trying to do you know two a week what's that eight yeah you know 50 miles in eight days versus like if you were to do one every day Mm -hmm. it'd probably be like close to one and a half miles it's like it's just a lot easier just when you're consistent Mm -hmm. Uh, but that brings the second point it's like people when you are showing up every day people are always going to be like cautious or bring up uh, burning out Mm -hmm. um what are you guys' like thoughts on like burning out should we fear that like how do we kind of handle that um if we are showing up every day Mm. I mean, the end of 2020 might have arguably been close to a burnout period for all of us, <laughs> do you think? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I think burnout's an interesting topic because we have, obviously, like, mental health is just incredibly important, especially in, like, the culture and environment that we work in and the industry that we work in. Um, but I also think that everybody has different capacities and levels for burnout. And so, you know, I think, like, you have to really kind of ask yourself like why am i doing this and what is like my end goal or my end result um you know maybe working 14 hour days or 12 hour days or anything more than eight really is like 
a really good way to burn yourself out if you keep showing up every day and doing that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't have like, this is like something I feel like I've been toiling with like for a long time because it's like, am I burning out or am I like Mm. getting towards something greater? (laughs) I feel like the biggest way to avoid burnout that I've come to terms with is just grace for yourself and grace for your, like your situation. So if you're on, like if you are grinding every single day and you're just not producing anything and you're like exhausted and all this stuff, like I think grace is a huge element of that instead of beating yourself up for not coming up with something or not doing your best work, like take care of yourself, get better sleep, like just basic health needs and give yourself grace in that, but can don't like just give it up and like throw the towel in. It's like, it's still the endurance thing. <clears throat> it's still the showing up thing, but it's also the balance of giving yourself grace and space to heal and work at the speed that is best for you mm-hmm. yeah the, and also just understanding your limits like i think 2020 taught me my limitations like um just because when we were working from home there was no distinction between work and rest yeah i was working in the same place that i was resting so there'd be days i'd literally work <laughs> all day mm-hmm. um like from when i got up to when i went to bed and um they've actually done studies where it's like after 60 hours like a week like you you just your brain's like done mm-hmm. like no matter like you're actually just doing fried. more damage yeah. than good um and and i think that is uh true like at least for me because if if i start you know like at 10 in the morning and there's there's a certain point at night that i'm just like no longer good mm-hmm. like ideas aren't good like i can't it takes me you know 10 times more to do anything like simple tasks um, and that's my body's way of just telling me to stop. Yeah. Um, so, so just finding that out for yourself, I think, will be uh, really helpful. Um, but don't don't also take advantage of that too, because mm-hmm. people do that like with anything. It's like yeah. sure. they they use that as an excuse, and it's like you you know at some point you are gonna have to take the training wheels off, right? And um, kind of take ownership of what needs to get done, and just uh, being better at time managing totally. those things. Yeah, it's it's also like important to note too that like. I don't know. It's not like you get you you create so much uh, like tolerance for stuff. Like mm-hmm. you build up this tolerance. I think like our break, like our holiday break in 2020, was like one of the first times we've fully taken off like two full weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and like at that point, you realize like the world isn't gonna end. Like if I just don't look at my computer for a couple of days, which I think was like a really good mm-hmm. like reset for me. Just knowing like I don't actually have to do this like at this rate and at this efficiency every single day and also like it's not a race like Mm -hmm. you know you can because we're talking about getting better over time and we have more time to get better it's like we don't have to squeeze it all in Mm -hmm. in like a shorter period of time which i think is like usually what leads to burnout yeah i agree i think something we've also learned as individuals and as a studio together is like shifting from maybe when we were younger when it was more about just like each project we're doing individually or each going out and like shooting a set of photos that we're obsessed with and getting them online right away i think like (laughs) we've kind of matured and grown and looked at our body of work more as a whole and how the growth happens from over a long period of time so kind of zooming out and looking at growth over that amount of time so curious what your guys' thoughts are on that and kind of how that shift has happened i I use i actually use um like the those two weeks are always a special time for me in the year because i use those as like a reflective time Mm -hmm. uh but also a time to just kind of plan out goals that i like try to set for myself 
Um, obviously, goals aren't everything, but I think that time is the one time where like I don't have any other distractions, um, and I can really focus on where I want to be heading um, and where I want to be challenging myself, and then you know I have the rest of the year to actually do that, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice. Um, but some, sometimes like I think like if I weren't to have those two weeks, I would just kind of be lost. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'd be busy. Um, like there's that like one uh, a quote where it's like was it Henry Th- or David Thoreau or some mm-hmm. some shit like that um, <laughs> where he's like uh, so what you're busy so are the ants mm-hmm. and like it it's like what are what what are you striving for mm-hmm. I think is the is the important thing and just making sure you're always uh, like aware of that mm-hmm. yeah I think on top of, like on top of what you guys are both saying it's like and this is a really rudimentary example is like you know me us being like 19 years old and like shooting a bunch of pics on our dslr and then like editing them on your phone on the way back because you got that hot wi-fi connection to your to your t3 eyes like like that's not getting better over time like so you can blast them off like right online right after that it's like thinking about like longer term trajectory of like where do i want to be like how do the little things add up over time and it's not to say that like you need to have all this like patience to just Mm -hmm. like take a long time to do anything but I think it really does, like you're saying, come down to defining like what your long-term goals are. Like, what are we, what are we actually working towards? And like, what are the little things I can do every day to kind of get myself closer to that thing? I feel like there is this like infatuation too with the busyness thing that you mentioned, Abe. Like, like there's always like those people that are like, oh, I'm just like grinding. I'm out here like so busy all the time, like doing all this stuff. Like, there's this kind of like we salute those people in a way, and it's like this like thing like, oh, that person's like always doing stuff. But I think like something we've learned or at least I've learned is it's more satisfying almost sometimes to chip away smaller at like in smaller pieces on a larger project that you can be more proud of that is more meaningful Um, instead of these quick like satisfying like tinier projects. Mm -hmm. Not that those are bad, but I think like learning to be patient and learning to really strengthen yourself, strengthen a project, work on it slowly over time is like... Mm -hmm against the norm but it's actually yeah like pushes you to grow even more for sure i I think most of the time when people are like oh my god i'm so busy it's like it's because they're bad time managers Mm -hmm. like it has nothing to do with their workload Mm -hmm. um they just aren't aware of that because they've never properly like time manage or prioritize things Mm -hmm. um and and i think that that going forward for me is always like a red flag when when someone's like oh my god i'm so busy i don't have time and like i i've been a victim of that myself um but you know i think you have to be kind of like hard on yourself Mm -hmm. to like to know like okay if i'm always anxious and i'm always busy something's off yeah Yeah. like where can i identify and where can i get better yeah i think uh on on top of that too like sean davidson who's a friend of ours had like a really interesting topic in that journal interview that we did with him where he said like it really comes down to to sacrifice like what are you willing to whatever you choose to do in your free time is ultimately dictating who you and not even free time, but what you choose to do with your time Mm -hmm. in general is ultimately deciding who you're going to be in the future. So it's like, not that like you need to just sit behind your computer and design for 24 hours a day, but like you always have, you're always faced with a choice of like what to do. Like the only person who controls what you do in that very moment is you. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and sometimes that means sacrificing, like going out to drinks with your friends or sometimes that means sacrificing, like watching Netflix with the homies, which is like, cool and like i think is like stuff that we should all do to like chemically rebalance our brain but 
the thing that, and this goes back to like why I think people struggle to get better over time is that they don't make the right choices and like positioning themselves to actually get better over time. Um, which is something I think we're all like kind of struggling and dealing with at the same time, but it really does come to sacrifice. Last quote, because I just read this today, I promise. <laughs> um, it's from Ray Dalio. Uh, uh, it's called uh, Principles. The quote said, maturity is the ability to reject good alternatives in order to pursue even better ones. Like, mm-hmm. he, this guy wasn't creative at all. Like, he, he, like, you know, was a business entrepreneur who, like, traded bonds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it's so true. It's like I look back and, like, sometimes it's the saying no to the either clients or tasks that are more important than than anything mm-hmm. like because it allows us to focus on what's important and through focusing on what's important we actually get better mm-hmm. totally yeah and, an- and another topic on like another point on that topic is like like when you say no to stuff um you're kind of you're like putting yourself in this position that doesn't make everything in your own way like an obstacle so like for example if you want to be a better designer and you say no to like going out and doing everything besides design you're not creating everything in your way as like an obstacle it like is a direct path to like the the result of me like taking the time to like do art direction or pull references or design tonight is ultimately going to allow me to become a better designer over time Mm -hmm. and so i think like us saying no to stuff is so important in our ability to focus on on getting better over time Mm -hmm. Uh, i think another point i wanted to bring up just because the time where i've noticed my work getting better or my just ideas getting better is when I was like really critical like self-critical and like I was able to like look at or just identify where I was unhappy and be like okay I don't love my ideas I don't love what I'm bringing to the table what can I do to get better and then by like just literally working so hard at like (laughs) not wanting to be mediocre with my ideas I I think I've gotten better and I've hope you guys can attest to that like with the ideas that i bring to the table now versus when we first started they've just gotten better like the references are better um and i think that has just come with like me being self-critical and being like i don't love what i'm putting out right now i don't i'm not proud of this and like that's okay sometimes Mm -hmm. like that you need those like really hard internal like they're not fun you may cry like you may be like sad delete everything on your instagram <laughs> yeah but like you will be better because of that and and like you'll never forget those kind of moments do you feel like you've one way you've been able to do this which i think you're really good at because you're like the most black and white person i know is like finding that single issue and just like focusing on like fixing that that point like obviously it's like a culmination of things that mm-hmm. like lead to work that you're unsatisfied with but do you feel like you find like the one thing that is like the through line and all the work that you don't like and like find ways to just fix that do you feel like you're focusing on single issues at a time yeah i think single tax is like super important because then it becomes like feasible versus mm-hmm. like uh-huh. if, if you start to focus on everything at once it becomes like bigger than it it, it looks bigger than it actually is when it sometimes it's a simple thing totally. it's like oh maybe i should just like i want to be doing work in this field let me do that or i feel like i have great ideas but my execution's bad then that means you need to practice on that side of things or my execution is not great mm-hmm. you know or vice versa mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. like with that comes the discernment too of like okay i'm not good at xyz and so i think the easiest like 
reaction to that is okay i'm gonna try and do it again and if it's not good i'm gonna try mm-hmm. it again but i think instead it needs to be okay how do i learn how do i research this thing and how do i learn about it and educate myself and then try and execute it again instead of just like because it's so easy to be like okay i'm gonna try again try again try again but if you don't take the time to actually like grow those muscles then you're just gonna you're gonna make your life a lot harder <laughs> i want to hear from you guys like too it's like where where do you guys because i feel like we've all grown a lot um like where where was kind of that like because it's never like one moment but what, what was that kind of shift like when did you guys start to notice that shift internally um i think for me personally i like this is something i've been dealing with for like like my whole life of like work when it comes to like me not being a trained to anything and being like an extreme generalist is like i think something that everybody needs to get better at or will make them better at what they do is just identifying like what you're good at and not having like the the like um the the guilt of like feeling like you need to be the one that does everything which i think is like a topic that everybody talks about but when i i feel like when i realize that like let's say your talent might not be physically taking the photo or designing the thing or um you know, writing the copy or whatever it is, but maybe your talent is like actually being able to identify the copywriter and our director that work really well together together and like get them in the same room, um, which ultimately like holds like an intangible like skill set that a lot of people have a hard time like identifying or quantifying, but it actually brings like a whole level of like energy kind of like into the room. And so like, I feel like for me, it was more about like, okay, I'm gonna take a step back. Um, I don't need to be the person that does every single part of this process. I just need to be the person that like mm-hmm. lets go of like certain things and allows people to do like what they're really good at to actually do that thing. I would say the big shift like happened for me, like starting in college, basically and my whole just career, I've been extremely competitive. And I think that is one a good driving force and i think people who are naturally really competitive it helps them in whatever field they're in but also it can be super isolating and very self-critical in almost like a negative way where you're like you keep yourself in a silo so that you can only compare against everyone else against yourself and i think like the shift really happened for me when i allowed people into that and i allowed like okay like collaborating with this person will make it better or like reaching out to this person to ask for advice will make it better instead of the pride of like I did this by myself and I can be super proud of it because I did it like that I think letting go of that is like can free you from so many you know self-deprecating things and thoughts and like it can keep you from growing like just staying in your own silo keeps you from growing so I don't know for me the collaborative effort and not always not always just like okay let me bring in a ton of people on this project but instead just have conversations like talk about it with people most people are more open to talk about their process and stuff than you would think so i think just inviting people into the circle is the biggest thing you can do to help yourself like i I promise you no one cares if your name's on every credit list like people are just going to care about the actual output and like i think in the industry that we're in um like bring something new to the table like the world doesn't need more stuff. It just needs better stuff. Mm-hmm. So like if, if that means almost always it means by collaborating with people that are good at what they do. It's it's, it's never like, oh, do it all yourself. Like, yeah, just, there's always those outliers. But, you know, yeah. And I think don't be afraid to collaborate with people who are different than you. Like 
different age, different gender, different race, different, you know, in a different country, whatever that looks Mm -hmm. like. I think it's proven that diversity, you know, creates innovation. So don't be afraid to reach out to someone who's different than you. Um, And that's why I think like pushing, obviously diversity in all projects is important, but I think just for your own personal growth, like talk to people about things, even if you're uncomfortable, ask for advice, even if you're uncomfortable, because in the end, it'll just give you a bigger toolkit and bigger like knowledge to pull from. And I guess the last thing um, that that I'll say, because I know we're running out of time, is also like don't surround yourself with a bunch of yes men. Um, like uh, it's almost like the opposite of what we're talking about. Some people are like not critical at all. Mm-hmm. Like they they are too scared to face that like or have those conversations with themselves. Um, maybe it's like they're in a small town and they're the best mm-hmm. photographer there or they're, be- they're the best designer mm-hmm. in this like tiny town or, or, or whatever it may be. Like, I think, uh, you know, be, be, be realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think the moment you start to like be realistic with yourself, um, then your outward facing things will be better. Yeah. Yeah. And having an opinion on stuff gets you, it's again, it's like saying no to things as in like a different way is like. Like, there's so much power in being able to say, like, I don't like that. Like, we're not going to do that or something. Um, and, like, being definitive about that. Like, having, like, definitive boundaries actually gets you closer to something than it gets you further away. Um, because when you're open to everything, it's, you, you kind of are, like, a- like wandering aimlessly. Mm-hmm. But when you say, my goal is this, and I have to say no to everything that takes me off that path of getting to this goal... That's how you get better over time. Amen. (laughs) Thanks again for listening to the Mouthwash Podcast. For more information, you can follow us on social media or check us out at mouthwash.com.